Hello and welcome to Living Word Ministries, where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for the love that Christ has for us. That in our natural eyes, it is too much for us. We are overwhelmed with the love that Christ has for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you were willing to leave your home of comfort and privileges to take upon yourself the form of man. Man, this physical flesh that is full of sin, you were willing to enclose your spirit with this fleshly nature of man and to die with such a death that no one no one no one will ever have to go through again. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That you are willing to do it for us. Lord, I pray that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened so that we would know what is the hope of this salvation that has been given to us freely. I pray that our eyes, our spiritual eyes will be filled with your light. To comprehend what the future holds for us. For we came with nothing. We came with nothing. You are the one that separated us from our mother's womb. You are the one that chose the place, the date, the hour for us to be separated. You owe us. Help us, Lord, to know that this life that we live today, one day, it will pass away. And we'll stand before our Maker to give accounts what we have done with this life. I pray, Lord, it is by revelation that we know the truth. 
pray, Lord, uncover truth to us that we may live worthy of you. Because there is heaven to gain and there is hell to shun. Pray, Lord, that you help us all to shun hell and to gain heaven. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Last week we were talking about, has he found you? Did we read Matthew 18? 11. Can, can we, yeah, let's read, read those two scriptures. We're going over that side, yeah. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. Then Luke 19, 10. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. Amen. So the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, has come to seek... And we say that the seeking is with intent. Searching. Searching with diligence. Those that were lost. And I say, I should rather say that, you know, human beings that were lost, through Adam we were all lost. And Jesus came to restore us back in fellowship with God. And that is why he came seeking. And we talked about what is it that is hindering you from Jesus finding you. We talk about culture, we talk about tradition, nationality, religion, denomination, and other things, business, and, and so on. What is it that is hindering you that Jesus can't find you? And can we read... 2 Corinthians 5, 19 through 20. That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not, impu not imputating their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you, on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. Amen. Amen. You see, we need to have understanding why Jesus Christ came on this earth. Let's, I pray God that the churchy thing that we do, the churchy thing, I pray God 
that we will have a better understanding and not just churching. I mean by just going to church. But really it is something that is more important if you understand my expression, something that is more important than you yourself. Jesus Christ came and he gave his life and gave us his life, reconciled us back in fellowship with God. We were separated from God. This is important. And Jesus Christ gave his life, paid the penalty, and restored us back with God. And the Bible says, he then get, has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. You see, until you get this revelation, your life actually means nothing unless it is linked up with Christ. Your life means absolutely nothing unless it is truly linked up with Christ. How real it is that after leaving this earth, you go to the other side of the world and find yourself wanting, lost. We have the ministry of reconciliation. Christ has reconciled us to God and has given us the ministry of reconciliation, restoration, bringing us back to God. And we have the responsibility to go and get others and help restore them back to God. If you are not somehow doing this, you are missing the mark. And like Stephen was just saying, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to hold the mic. But whatever, let me just, you must do something to help somebody to know Jesus. You must do something to restore somebody back in fellowship with Christ, with God. You must do your, your bit. And, well, you know, I, and it's not, a, you see, the more you do, the more you want to do. The less you do, the less you want to do. You got that written down? Yes, it's true, you see. I, I, I'm telling you, this thing, the more you do, the more you want to do. 
When you get somebody helped, see, I, I, I'm not a pastor. I'm a helper. I, I enjoy helping people than pastoring. But then the definition of the pastor is to help people. Have I confused you enough? You see, the more you do, the more you want to do. And, and that, that, you see, if you really, 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 really have the spirit of God in you, you can't sit still. You can't sit idle. You can't, you, you can't just shut your eyes to things that are going on. You want to do something to help somebody. So we have the ministry of reconciliation. It is something that is given to us. It's our responsibility. It is one thing being commissioned. It's another thing um, accepting and doing it. Amen. So, if you look at yourself on the inside of you, how, how far are, are you willing? As, I, I, there's a saying, say, how big is your want to? How far are you willing to go with this ministry of reconciliation? Matthew 28, it talks about go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And lo, I am with you to the ends of the age. Jesus commissioned the disciples. And that commission is for you and I. Go and reconcile them back unto the Father. And I will be with you to the ends of the age. Jesus is going to come again. The great commission is for you and I. Mark 16, 15. And it talks about these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. You shall cast out demons. If you drink of any deadly thing, it will not you, you shall lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Go and preach the gospel. Everybody has their part to play. Have you seen yourself? If you have not seen yourself as part of the Great Commission, I encourage you today to see yourself as part of it. Because even the church will cease one day. Even the church... It is sad that we do churchy. But the church itself will pass away. What will be left with what you have done? 
what you have done. What you have, I don't want to use the word so because you only say so people think of money. But what you have sown in this life, what value have you added to this life? Who can look at you and say thank you? Can somebody mention your name and say, ah, ah, it was this individual that changed my life. What is it that you need to do that you are not doing for God? Not for man. Not for man, but for God. Church, I want to encourage you. This thing will pass away one day. This life will pass away one day. But you will come to the judgment seat of Christ. You will meet your maker. To give an account. What is it. That you should be doing. That you're not doing. How sincere are you. With your walk with God. See. There is a balance. To everything. Just out there a minute ago, I mean, a few minutes ago, a guy came in and he wanted to see the pastor. Unfortunately for the guy, Auntie Florence turned him to me. So he said, can I see him in private? Yes, yes, sit down, talk. Gave me the story about how um, he, he got divorced and he got in a flat and he was working at night and he came, uh, all the kinds of story that he gave me and then he finished off by saying he just needs 10 pounds to top up his guy. He spent about good 10 minutes telling me all this, then he, get, he, he banged it down. I'm, I'm just listening to him say, get to the point, I know what you're after. And then so I told him, well, we have a policy here. We don't give our money. Why am I saying to you, why am I telling you that? There is a balance to everything. I said to him, there's so many people that are telling stories. And I said, we, we get them here all the time. So we don't know which, which is which. So we have a policy. We don't give our money. He said, all right then, thank you. Shake my hands and go and left. We need to do the work of God. We need to be, uh, you know, we need to love and we need to be givers. We need to want to help. And I'll tell you something 
I'm a giver. I can stand here and tell you that I'm a giver. I, I'm a giver. I give. I give. And I give well. But I won't give to false people. People that are trying to dupe you. Turn you over. Thinking that you are a fool. So there is a balance to all this that we are talking about. We are called... We are to preach the gospel. We are to help reconcile people back to, Christ, back to God. At the same time, we need to be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. We need to go about our business with our thinking caps on. If we don't do that, see, I've seen people, and I, 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 I've seen people that go into business with other Christians and have stopped going to church altogether. I've seen people that have been so badly damaged in church that they don't want to go to church anymore. Because their motives of getting grouped together, their motive was not right. And in the end, Somebody in the church turned them over. My pastor, Pastor Hagen, he says, when you're doing business, he says, don't, he doesn't care about whether the person's a Christian or not. In fact, he says, if they start telling you, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm a, he says, So he go out business on business. It's a business. So look for a business. Somebody understand business and do business with a person. It's as simple as that. But someone, some, some of us, you know, put on the overall of Christianity. And the intention is because that's why the guy came here. He's looking for a pastor. Yeah, the pastors are supposed to be easy prey. If you talk to him, you have a problem. Oh, yeah, they'll give you the money. No. Some people put on the Christian overall and, 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 and use it and entice people and say, oh, he's a Christian. Oh, he's a Christian. He's a Christian with the overall that they are wearing. With a Christ, he's a Christian with a motive. Don't buy it. I'm giving you a good balance. You see, Galatians 5. One says that stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ had made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. 
stand free and don't fall back into the yoke of bondage. If you've been set free, then you have been set free indeed. In fact, the scripture says in John 8, 36, it says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, then you shall, you shall be free indeed. Or you're free indeed. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. You shall be free indeed. So if Jesus Christ has reconciled us, he paid the penalty, reconciled us, and brought us back into God, to God, then we are truly free indeed. And don't be back into bondage. Some of us want to put us on guilt trip. Oh, you feel guilty. If you don't do something, you know, you feel guilty. You say you're a Christian and you, no, you don't, don't allow that, don't allow somebody to put you on a guilt trip. You are a Christian, but you have also got brains that you need to use as well. God gave them to you. Praise the Lord. And so don't allow any these things to take, away, take you away from the path that God has set for you. Amen. Be reconciled back to God. You know, there is a saying, actions speak better than words. We say we are Christians, but we are encouraged. Luke 9, 23 and 24. Then he said to them, he said to them all, if anyone desire to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow. Did you see that? Take up his cross daily and follow. 24. For whosoever desire to save his life, whoever desire to save his life, will lose it. But whoever loses his life for the sake, for my sake, will save it. Amen. We've been reconciled back to God and we've been commissioned. We are to take up our cross. I, got, I was reading about this on Thursday. We are to take up our cross. Can you go back on the 23, please? We are to take up our cross. What does, what's the next word? Daily. Daily. Christianity is not a Sunday group. Or it's not a Sunday 
fellowship. It's not a Sunday thing. Christianity is a daily lifestyle. Taking up your cross. But how can you take a cross? How can you take the Lord Jesus' cross? Which is already quite heavy. And add it to yours. So the scripture says, deny yourself. Deny yourself. And we don't see, see, it's not all of us that are going to be preachers. But all of us need to deny ourselves and take up our cross daily and follow him. Please, please, this is serious. This is serious. It's very, very, very serious. Our spiritual life is more important than this physical life. We need to have the right balance. If we become so spiritual that we are not good in the physical, that's no good. And if we become so physical that we are not good spiritual, that's no good. We need to have a balance. But always, the right way is the spirit controls the physical. Stay in the word. Be prayerful. Be prayerful. Stay in the word. Be focused. Because one day Jesus is going to come again. No matter what you believe, no matter what I believe, that will not change that which is to come. So let's get on board of what is to come and prepare for the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That if he is to show up now, you will be ready to go with him. Let's mold our life. Let's get serious with God. Let's be involved in the kingdom business. That one day, we will hear from him, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of my rest. Let's bow down our heads in prayer. Thank you, Father. I pray that these words has not fallen on dead ears. 
I pray that these words is not through one and out the other, but rather words that your children have gotten hold of and are going to apply them in their lives. I pray that the Holy Spirit will help them to remind them of this very fact. Jesus Christ came to die for mankind. And he has given us a commission. I pray that each one will take their part in this great commission to reconcile man back to God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.